Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. 740 years early. Here's what he said. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. For us, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And that's from Isaiah 9, verses 2 and 6. People walking in darkness have seen a great light. And that's our endeavour this Christmas, is that eyes will be open to the reality of what's going on around us and the light that's in front of us. Jesus came from heaven's paradise to earth's stable. For people, for me and for you, and for all the people that surround us, he came for every individual. This was not just in the first century darkness, it's into the 21st, 22nd, it's in 2022 now. He came into our lives, he came into our neighbourhoods, he came into our communities, he came into our society, he came into our nation. He came to show there's a different way. And he brought light to darkness, the darkness of death, the darkness of disease and sickness, of despair, despair and fear, of disaster, of dismay, of desperation and depression, of division of people, of destruction and ultimately death. The consequences, and we heard it just in the presentation of, of sin coming into our world. The antidote has always been Jesus. It's just people have never been looking for him. That's why he came as a light, to reveal himself to us so that we could find him. It was said, sin impoverishes people. It makes them poor. Sin breaks people's hearts. It promises much, but delivers little. Sin takes people captive and enslaves them to an ideal or an addiction or something that will continually draw them in, away from life itself. Sin blinds people spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. And sin always oppresses its victims. Sin doesn't want to let you go when it's got you. And so this darkness kind of came into our world. As the media team put this incredible presentation together I think we don't need much convincing about our world around us that we are in darkness we look around us and we watch the news and we read the reports across the world of people being trafficked children being trafficked people being used men women children being abused poverty across our world that's growing the evil that people do to one another is frightening. That as human beings we can do that to another person. Tyrannical leaders that oppress and condemn. The deprivation and chaos that 
that surrounds our communities, estates and neighbourhoods. It's a bleak outlook. And to be honest, when I think back, brought up as an atheist, if I was still there and I didn't have Jesus in my life, I would be worried by looking at the world around me at the moment. With all due respect to politicians, counsellors, policemen, educators, medical and science, who we honour and respect for what they do, they cannot fix the evil that entered our world because the tide of darkness and sin is relentless and has been for decade after decade right the way through to us today. And people are still searching in all the wrong places to try and find a way out. But the light came in the world so they would see a path to take. And that's why we read this piece of scripture from Isaiah 9 and verse 6. Because it tells us there, Isaiah prophesied early that this was going to come to us. A child was going to be born. A son was going to be given to us, each one of us. And the government would be upon his shoulders. And he would be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. When he came into our world, he came in with an eternal message for each one of us. He came with the gift of life. He came down as a child into our world. But he brought salvation with him. And he brought the gift of everlasting life to each one of us. People have seen this great light. But this, name, this light was given a name. It was given an identity, a personality, a purpose a mission, and his name was called Jesus, who is rightly described as all the things we've just said. He is all of those things. And he came down into our world so that we could find another way through. Jesus is the light that shines in the darkness. He is the great light. And the New Testament book of Luke, and they read it out again just a little while ago, gave us a glimpse of heaven's announcement to our world of what was coming to us. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. The light came to deal with your mind fears, our anxieties and pains, which are increasing in, in, in such a, an incredible way in this day and age around us. He came to deal with those things. He came to bring peace when we shouldn't have peace. He came to bring peace to our hearts when everything around us said that it's, it's going wrong. But he brought this peace to us and only he can bring it to us. He came to bring good news and that's what the gospel means, good news to all people. And that's what we're trying to convey this season amongst all the lights and all that goes on and all the twinkling lights as you go down. I mean, when we're going back to Hina, we look um, at all the lights and it's, it's wonderful to see all the twinkling lights. We actually have a, a little bit of a quiz now to see who's got the worst house. 
Um, so we have a little kind of thing as we're going home, and we, we've found it um, now. We've found the one we think should win the prize, um, but we don't want to be unkind because they've gone to a great deal of effort to do that. But joy, not happiness, joy. Happiness happens to us. We want the world to treat us nice so we feel good about us. Joy comes from the inside out. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength because it's an internal thing. When we, when we speak about Jesus, something begins to move inside us. There's a joy bubbles up within us at any name. I mean, when I close my eyes and you know, just listen to the song, Mary, Did You Know, as Andy, it brings me to tears because this little baby was going to be the saviour of the world. And it just takes the words so wonderfully and brings them in to our understanding. But this light will not and cannot be snuffed out, will not and cannot be ignored, and will not and cannot be overcome. Jesus came in the world to make a difference to lives, to your life and my life. And I'm thankful that he did that for me. So I want to just say three quick things about light. And once again, it came up. And, you know, as, as I'm sitting there watching this great presentation, I'm thinking, there's all my notes. They've obviously stolen them and, and put them down. But light illuminates. I'm, I'm fascinated by medieval history. I, I love churches, castles, everything. But churches were always built on the highest point so that you could see them as you were coming Travellers could see a light, and it brought them direction, but it also meant they would be welcomed. It was a place of safety and of refuge. It was a place of rest. It was a place of healing and provision. And a lot of the churches were the first healing centres we had. But in our time, it's also, in times of need and desperation, this light shines brightly in the darkness to bring us and show us where God is. His love, passion and delight for every and each person in need. He's never changed from the fact that he's always been aware and available and willing to see us and wants us to come to him because he can make a difference in our life. Light reveals. That was, that was hidden is now revealed. He came in to light up our hearts so that we could see what was going on inside of us. Too many people are caught up in shame and embarrassment and pain that's hidden away. But the light exposes all this because it wants to heal it. It doesn't want us to be stuck in those places too many people just don't know how to move on from there. But light illuminates and it reveals. And it reveals our condition. And sometimes our condition isn't always pleasing to us. I often um, go for walks. And I, I like walking and, and uh, I like talking to God as I walk. And uh, one of my favourite walks at the moment is in Bakewell. I, I like wandering up the hill to the top and looking across. And I... And I, I'm looking to God as I'm going about, about life and about things. But sometimes 
he talks back to me because I listen. I'm very good at telling him what he should be doing and, and, and speaking to him, but sometimes he talks to me about things about my life that I don't really like. He reveals to me the condition of my heart and not the condition of everybody else's heart. He asks me what I'm doing, not what everybody else is doing. He comes to me and says, how do you see this? Not how do they see it? And he wants to do something within me that begins a surgery in my heart so that I can become more like him. And so I'm often just caught in awe about what he does. And so light reveals. And also light brings direction to us. Like a light lights up the dark of the room, so too Jesus has come to light up our, the dark corner of our lives. I was trying to think of a good way just to explain this darkness, this pitch blackness that so many people find themselves in. And I thought the only way I could really describe this is our house is, is particularly dark at night. I mean, it's really, really dark. And um, if I, if I want to get up in the night or something, then I, I don't want to switch the lights on and wake everybody up because I'm quite thoughtful like that. But it does mean I stumble around quite a bit and, and, and try and find things, you know, that I, I know where I'm going. And, and just as I think I've just made it, I stub my toe. Oh, the pain... I can feel it now. I don't know why it's a small toe, but the pain is intense. And so this silent scream inside me, trying to be caring for other people, and, and inside, no one will ever realise in the morning just what pain I went through for their comfort. And it's the only way I could describe it, because we stumble around in darkness and we enter pain for our lives when Jesus had paid the price for all that, that we shouldn't have to do that anymore because he became a light for us. The Bible says that his word, talking about Jesus again, and the reason we've said have a Bible is so that you can understand and find Jesus for yourself, is a lamp to our feet and is a light to our path. So we shouldn't need to stumble around anymore. We shouldn't need to have to go through all those things because it's been done for us already. And so this light brings us direction. He came so that we shouldn't have to deal with those things. And we shouldn't be unaware of where we're going. That we should have purpose and direction for our lives. It amazes me so much when I talk to people, they don't know their purpose, they don't know their direction, and they don't know where they're going. And they're trying to navigate life with none of those things, unsure of the consequence of any of them, and unsure where they're going, and even why they're going. Because they get caught up in what everybody else does, is what we do. And yet God's plan for your life is individual. For each one of us, he has a plan and a purpose, and, and will show us the direction to go in, if we will just take his path. And so I find it crazy that people will go on in life unaware of what they're doing, unaware of where they're going, and unaware of the consequences going to bring to them. And so for this, I think this light becomes a direction to us. We don't need to walk down this path anymore. 
Because there is another path to take. And tonight, all this is just to give an opportunity to say, if you're carrying on that path, you don't need to. If you're unaware of where you're going, this is to help you understand that you are walking in the dark place and that you can walk in light. Because this pathway is to take you out of the fear, anxiety and uncertainty where people feel unloved, uncared for and not worth much. And I meet so many people who feel that way about themselves. But Jesus came in with that voice that invites us on another path. He speaks to us lovingly, peacefully and graciously and he welcomes each one of us without exception. And that means you and me. And he continues to welcome us. He continues to speak to us graciously and lovingly and kindly, even when sometimes we don't deserve it. This light is the light that the Bible's talking about. This light is the light that can change your life. And my, my challenge all the time when we come to Christmas and you know, it takes me a long time to get into the Christmas spirit, by which time it's usually going out um, on the other side. And I just want it to be real. Because this season isn't just about lights and presents, and it, all are lovely things, and, you know, it's better to give than receive. Um, so if you want to give me anything, it's, I'll receive it, you're fine with that, it doesn't matter. But, you know, too many people are caught in darkness. And my prayer tonight is that you won't be there anymore, that you'll be brave enough and courageous enough to take a different path in your life, away from the one that you've got caught in and the one that you've continued to walk along because you're either too scared, too afraid, or just unaware there's another way to live. And that's my prayer tonight for you. So I wonder if we might just bow our heads and while I... I'm